Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. I am so excited today because I have a very dear friend of mine who I've been wanting to have on the pod forever, Miss Molly Kendrick, and she is a good friend of mine. We met through Clubhouse, but I wanted to have her on the pod for a couple reasons. So let's welcome her to the show and we'll get right to it. Welcome, Molly. Yay! Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be of here. Of course. This is a long time coming. We talked about this for a while, and I think just the uh, series of events that have happened has just really made this a great time for you to come on. So we have so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start, to be honest, but... <laughs> I know. So much to talk about. It's incredible. I mean, since since we met earlier this year, I mean, it's just... It's just been a whirlwind friendship so far, which is so cool and so much has happened, which I just absolutely love. Definitely. So like I said, she and I met on Clubhouse and it was really friendship at first sight, I feel. We had a really fun little, um, supposedly it was going to be a crumble date because I'm obsessed with crumble cookies (laughs) and there is one right in between us. So um, I drove up there and I met her and we were having so much fun with our cookies and chatting that uh, we decided to go have lunch and we had the best lunch we spent all day together in Elk Grove, which was so funny because we're just in this little shopping center, but we just enjoyed each other's company so much. And Molly, do you remember me telling you that if this had been our first date that we'd be in a a relationship? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it absolutely had like first date energy for sure, but like in a friendship way because we just wanted to keep hanging out. And that's how all for like really good first dates end up you just you don't want to leave the other person and that was absolutely how it was for the two of us definitely (laughs) we had so much in common and you know we share our our love of bachelor nation and that really did uh dominate Mm -hmm. our conversation and i mentioned to molly you know hey i really want to go to la and meet some of the people that i've been chatting with you know over the pandemic and she was down so two weeks later we jumped in the car and uh took a road trip to la and had the best time with our friend carly down there Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. LA was an absolute blast. So fun. I can't wait to go again. Definitely. We <laughs> will for sure. That is not where our friendship ended. We continued to learn more about each other. And Molly recently invited me to be her plus one on an amazing trip, really a dream trip to Turks and Caicos. And before I get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about what Molly does. So she's actually a radio personality for The End 106.5. Yep, 106.5 The End in Sacramento, which is an Odyssey station. We've got Odyssey stations all across the country. If you live in a major city, you probably have one that you listen to. And she is incredible on there, and I love that she throws in Bachelor uh, bachelor news and everything. I think that's so much fun. She makes it her own, and she's been doing that for... Um, so I've been with 106.5 The End for the last year and a half, and I've been working in radio as a personality for... Uh, going on nine years now. Wow. So in multiple markets, it's been the one um, career that I've kind of had since I graduated college. Incredible. And what kind of steered you into that industry, Molly? So I've always been into uh, the music business. I grew up wanting to play, you know, learn how to play guitar and all that stuff. I wanted to be the next Avril Lavigne, wanted to be the next Lady Gaga. 
Um, I loved singing in private. And then when I got older, I realized, wow, singing in front of people is really scary and it's really hard to make it. So I still had that love for music and decided to pour more of that into the business side of things. So went to school for music business, graduated college, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I thought, well, in the meantime, I'll move back in with my parents, as people do, um, and I'll intern for my hometown radio station. This is in Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, and so I interned for that uh, cluster, which at the time was Clear Channel, which then became iHeartMedia, and got hired right away um, and just quickly worked my way up. I've worked for several other companies since then. But um, now I'm in, you know, a really good place in my career where I have really awesome opportunities and get to take ownership of some things and, um, yeah, have multiple duties, on-air personality, as well as a programming assistant. So I work directly with our regional and national programming team for the company for uh, Top 40 and make sure that things run smoothly on the local level. Uh, and work with promotions and all that stuff, make sure that, uh, you know, our name's getting out there and we're working with clients and making money. Um, and then I also just took <laughs> took on another promotion about a month ago. I'm the social media captain for Top 40 and Hot AC stations for my company. So I'm now consulting 37 radio stations on uh, social media. Incredible, Molly. Seriously amazing. You've had really a very stellar career in, you know, a short amount of time, honestly. And mm -hmm. I have to say, you've definitely inspired me to possibly get into radio. So I, I really appreciate yeah, that. But I, I, love that. I have to shout out to you that, you know, Molly was the only person in her radio bubble, you know, of her coworkers that got to go to this incredible trip, this live broadcast in Turks and Caicos. And she brought mm -hmm. me along, which is just incredible. We had the best time, grew so close. We really did have a very, you know, we had a strong bond before, but even stronger after the trip. And just incredible oh, yeah. experiences I could never imagine doing otherwise. So I'm so indebted to you, you know, for so many reasons, but just so grateful for our friendship and what a beautiful thing to come of it. So again, I thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. Once in a lifetime, I will never forget it. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, when I got that opportunity to go there and it definitely 100% was a business trip. It was fun, but I was like, well, you know, I, I get to bring a plus one and I immediately thought of you, Erin, because I know you love to travel. And I was like, this is like, I know I just knew you would be down for it. So I'm really glad that you were able to make it. Absolutely. I was going to move heaven and earth <laughs> to go. Um, and we, we have to shout out Beaches, Turks and Caicos, because what an incredible yeah. resort, huh? 21 restaurants. I mean, the ones that stuck out, stood out for me were, um, you know, was one that was actually in the sand where you can actually see the sunset mm -hmm. and the beach and just absolutely gorgeous. The food was incredible. The entertainment was oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat a trip like that. So, uh, you know, I am a travel agent, guys. You can reach out to me and I can help book you <laughs> to beaches. It's well worth it. And it was a short flight. It was only four hours to Atlanta and then a couple more and you're mm -hmm. there. So really easy flight from the West Coast, even easier from the East Coast. And uh, definitely would encourage you to have an incredible honeymoon there. It is family friendly, so you could bring the whole family if you want to. There was a water park. Mm -hmm. There were so many different things to do. You're never like, what are we going to do? And um, Molly knows yeah. I close down the club every night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're wanting to go out 
clubbing and all that stuff. I mean, they they have something for everyone. everyone. And yeah, it it is family friendly, but they have plenty of things that are for the adults as well, like the nightclub. So yeah, there's yes. there's a there's a lot there. It was a really really fun time, and I I've been to Beaches Negril in Jamaica as well, and th- that was a fun opportunity as well. But I love the resort, but it's probably like a third of the size of the mm. Turks and Caicos location. So we got the best of the best Absolutely. when we were on this trip. Absolutely. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was unbelievable, incredible. Um, I still dream of some of the things that I did there. You know, they even come back up in my dreams because honestly, it was just amazing. So thank you so much, Molly, for that. And uh, yeah. like I said, guys, it's an all-inclusive. So get at me. I'll book you. We'll get you there. All right, so let's move on to something that's really near and dear to your heart, Molly, besides radio, Mm -hmm. and that is being a medium and also meditation. So we're going to kind of tackle each, but separately. Let's talk about being a medium because that's pretty much all the rage right now. (laughs) I feel like mediums are very popular right now, especially if it's, you know, close to Halloween. So how did you... Yeah. I guess uh, without getting too personal, you know, how did you kind of start feeling like you were maybe meant for that? Sure. So I've had this gift my whole life. I just didn't really realize what it was and didn't really know how to make sense of it until probably about like seven years ago. I started working at uh, this the second radio group that I ever worked for. I had the ability to have a psychic medium on my show. And this woman, actually a really good friend of mine, and I met her through my parents because they golfed with her. Long story short, we connected. And just spending time with her, I not only learned a lot, but also found that I was beginning to open up as well and noticing things like, oh, this is what Marla was talking about. Her name's Marla Mitchell. Um, she's out of Colorado. Really awesome resource, too, if you're looking to learn anything. I mean, I owe so much to Marla. But just spending time with her, I began to notice things that maybe I hadn't noticed before. And so after about a year of knowing her and talking with her and learning from her, I ended up moving into my own apartment. I had been living with my parents. Um, remember, I was like fresh out of yeah. college, basically. Moved into my own apartment, and this had two bedrooms in it. I used the smaller bedroom as like storage and whatever, and didn't really spend a lot of time in there. But then, of course, the rest of the apartment just used normally. So I began to feel some really heavy energy that would congregate in that smaller bedroom. Mm which is probably a big reason why I never really went in there because I thought this just kind of feels off. So I had a lot of things happen in that apartment with just paranormal experiences. And at that point, I didn't know really how to block it off or really totally fully make sense of it. So I'd have situations happen where uh, that were a little scary and didn't know really what to do. But I would take guidance from Marla, like tips and tricks on how to protect myself or cleanse the space. So there was a lot of, you know, burning sage, having certain crystals placed throughout the apartment. But that was really the time when I realized, okay, now so much more makes sense in my life. And I began to remember back when I was really, really young, like probably two or three years old. 
and I remember a man doing cartwheels in my bedroom. And I remember this so clearly. I remember being awake. And I thought it I thought it was my dad, so I said something to him about it. And he was like, that's crazy. Like, that must have been a dream. And I thought, well, maybe it was a dream, but no, like, I was definitely awake. And yeah, there's lucid dreaming and whatever. Like, people will come try to come up with every mm-hmm. explanation, which is understandable. I get that. But I'm like, no, like, I witnessed this. Like, I know what I saw. And I know, I know what happened. I still don't know who that was. <laughs> It could have been a complete stranger, but I was so young that, like, you know, sometimes when you're out in public, you think your parents are a stranger. Right. (laughs) And you try to go up and hug them. Yes. So that's always what I chalk that up to be. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, just things began to kind of make sense for me. And especially within this past year with COVID and all, you know, I mean, we've all kind of had an awakening in some way, one way or another. And for me, I began to kind of dip into the idea that uh, there are past lives and all this stuff. And I think that that has made my medium abilities even stronger mm-hmm. because in a way I'm connecting with my afterlife right. and or in a sense, I am the afterlife of a past life, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I mean, and that's a whole different, <laughs> whole different Podcast. conversation, probably <laughs> past lives. Yeah. yeah. But within this past year, it's really, really gotten stronger. And Erin, you've witnessed as well. Yeah. Firsthand. Yes. Me being able to, to channel someone that you. Yeah. Know. So um, let me share a story with our listeners. So. Molly and I were on the phone. I believe we were just discussing uh, the upcoming trip, I believe, right? I think it was just like a normal phone call. And I don't know how I got into this, but I started talking about uh, my uncle and a situation that happened when I was young. And as I'm talking to Molly about my uncle who's passed about 10 years ago, I would say, maybe more actually, Molly, you know, is very quiet and then she starts to say i'm feeling a presence on this side and i think it might be your uncle right you you were pretty much you're pretty sure i'll kind of let you explain just because i remember it it's just that it was so intense that i can't recall Mm -hmm. like the minute details so if you can kind of explain what was happening on your side as i was speaking about him yeah totally so as you were talking about him I, I should preface this by saying, you know, when when we talk to our loved ones on the other side or we're talking about them, they hear that. They they can hear you communicating with them. Even if you can't hear from them or you don't see a sign or whatever, they hear all of that. They know that you're saying something to them. And he, he heard you loud and clear, Aaron. <laughs> and he came right through. <laughs> and I was like, that was really the first time that I've ever had that happen, you know, cause I, even though I've had this gift my whole life, I'm still, you know, kind of making sense of some of it. I would say it's come in much stronger in this past year, year and a half, but that was the first time that someone came through really strong. I mean, he was ready. He was, it, it was like, he was taking that opportunity. Like, Oh my God, Aaron never knows that I'm here. And now Molly, you can tell her <laughs> was kind of like, Uh, It it was just a really awesome thing to experience. And yeah, I mean, 
you know, it's moments like that are so special when you can continue your relationship with your loved ones never goes away ever. But what's beautiful is that, you know, I heard someone explain it this way recently. It's kind of like learning new ways to continue to bond with your loved ones. That relationship's still there, but you're just having that relationship in a different way. And so for you, Aaron, you were able to communicate and speak with your uncle through me, which was a really cool experience for me as well. So incredibly intense and emotional and I was bawling Mm -hmm. and, you know, you were telling me these just beautiful things that he was saying and it just, it meant the world to me because I felt like I didn't really get to have closure. Just a little Mm -hmm. backstory. I was the last person he saw before he passed basically in the family. So um, I had a very intense conversation with him about two weeks before he passed. And, you know, yes, I said goodbye. I love you when we parted. But, you know, it just it wasn't closure like I'll I'll never see you again type of thing. You know what I mean? It was very different. Um, So to be able to hear what he said to you having be, you know, for me, right, you know, um, yeah. That was, I mean, I'm, I'm like getting choked up right now. Like it just, it was incredible. I, I've never experienced that in my entire life. And to have you be the channel, you know, again, like I'm just so grateful mm-hmm. for our friendship. And I think that was one of the reasons we became friends probably because, you know, you were able to mm-hmm. do that and we came together for that reason, for many, many reasons, of course. But, you know, that being, you yeah. know, one of the reasons and I'm just, I'm, like I said, just incredibly grateful. So you guys, it's it's something that it's really hard to explain, but it was it meant so much to me. And uh, you know, Molly has this ability, and we're talking about how people can have abilities and not even know. Um, my sister has mm-hmm. these abilities as well, and so when I told her, she was absolutely thrilled and you know astounded and and so happy that we've you know found each other. So, you know, you could have these abilities and and be shutting them down, not even know, or you can embrace them and kind of open up your mind to it. Um, And that can be a scary thing. And Molly and I have talked about that as well. I'm personally not at that point to be able to do that yet. Maybe one day I will be. But to be able to have that experience really, again, opened my eyes to all of this. And and that's why I wanted to have Molly on to kind of explain that, you know, to people because I think people just don't understand there's just such a complex thing Mm -hmm. so um, I really appreciate you talking about it Molly yeah absolutely well and I think part of our conversation I'll bring this up for our listeners too I think part of our conversation that kind of led to that moment Erin was that scary movies and scary things oh yes are really like frightening Mm -hmm. like you know you see it in movies you see just all pop culture it's like ghosts are scary things or a lot of people are raised to believe that believing in that stuff is really bad and scary and and demonic right um and the way that ghosts are portrayed in pop culture unless it's casper the friendly (laughs) ghost i mean it's not not really positive at all it's all scary they're demonic they're gonna kill you they're gonna mess with you they're gonna touch you there, you know, but like it only like I would say I've never personally experienced anything like that in real life. It's all been very positive experiences. I mean, these are our loved ones that we know right. who are on the other side that we have the ability to communicate with. And, That's a good and point. they're always with mm-hmm. us. And yeah, there are 
bad people from our past that end up passing away, but it's very unlikely that they'll be around to mess with you and yeah, <laughs> like you. move things around in your home. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's not like they have the time to do that. So, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people um, are just scared of that and it does, and that's totally valid, but it's really, really not actually a scary thing. Um, I think maybe what's the most scary for people once you get past the, okay, well, yeah, pop culture is scary. And, you know, I get that it's not like that. I think what's really scary for people is the unknown and not knowing, well, I can't, I can't see them. Right. Or I can't, I can't hear them, which is understandable. That is scary because you, you begin to think, well, maybe I just don't have the gift or maybe they didn't love me that much and they're not coming through or what, you know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, that's not true. I think it just takes time. We're all born with the ability to do this. It all really comes down to intuition and energies. And it's like working a muscle. You have to you have to exercise to, mm-hmm. to build your muscles. You have to, you know, lift weights and whatnot. It's kind of like that, but with your intuition. Right, right. And it just takes time. It takes time. Yeah. And, you know, I think that if you have wanted to communicate with someone who's passed, a great place to start, would you agree, Molly, is, you know, to go see a medium and see how they can help you kind of communicate with that person. One other thing that we'll share regarding this is on that same trip that we were talking about, you know, we met a young man whose dad had passed away two weeks prior and, you know, it was still very fresh in his mind and his heart. And we're at a crowded bar and he's talking about his dad and Molly feels his dad come through. So you want to tell us about that, Molly? That was incredible to witness. Yeah, because he, you know, the this man uh, started to, he was in his feelings right in that moment and started just talking about his dad and reminiscing and kind of, you know, was telling us, well, just basically everything that had happened just weeks before. And he said something. I, I don't know if I can curse or not. Oh, absolutely. He, Unfiltered he said, here. <laughs> okay, perfect. He he said, so, I forget exactly what the story was, but he said, you prick. And like, it was like his dad saying that. And that's when like, he came in very strong and was laughing. And it's like he was right there in in that moment, part of the conversation. And I had to stop him. And I was like, <laughs> hey, like, you're, I forget exactly what I said, but I was like, your dad is here. And he just laughed when you said that. And, you know, I, I definitely noticed like a, a change in uh, in demeanor in this guy. Like he was like, oh, my God. Yeah, my dad is here. This is crazy. Yeah. But that was like a really special moment, I think, you know, he probably this guy probably wasn't expecting that. no of course not but, no but you know it's always a special time when you when you can have that and I would agree Aaron like if you're at all curious about this kind of stuff meeting with a medium I, I would say someone who's reputable and I would say if you ask anyone that you know personally like do you know anyone that does this someone knows someone yeah. that they can trust and you know you you really want to go to someone that you know, your friends 
have talked to and they trust or they've heard of someone that they feel is legit. So I would say start there. But yeah, it's I mean, it's such a cool experience. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Molly. Yeah. You know, our conversation continued while we were in the Caribbean and we're, we started talking about meditation because meditation is something that I have always been kind of envious of other people can do and I've never really been able to do myself. And it's kind of becoming clear to me now maybe that I, I wasn't able to do that or wanting to do that because it would kind of open up my eyes to different things. So it's making more sense now. Um, but before I realized that, uh, Molly and I were talking about how to meditate and she had a very simple way and I would love for her to share that with us because I think a lot of people really want to meditate but have no idea how to start. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me, I I was one of those people who before I started meditating, I thought there is no way I can stop all the thoughts that are racing in my head. There's no way that I can just calm down and sit still for three hours (laughs) that's just not possible and you think like oh well these people go to yoga and they're so quiet and they make it look easy but you know if that works for them great but there's a lot of us that can meditate in other ways that until it was told to me I had no idea that I could do this so a couple of my favorite uh, ways to meditate one getting active take a walk I would say don't listen to music, just go without your phone, um, or maybe take your phone for safety reasons, <laughs> just in case. put it on silent, yeah, just in case, put it on silent, put it in your pocket, tell yourself, okay, I'm not going to take out my phone unless I absolutely need to look, and, you know, have a route that you go on, you can go anywhere. What the walking does, that's the meditation, you're repeating steps, you have a repetitive motion that you're going in. Meditation is focusing on one thing. And when you're doing that active walking meditation, you're focused on walking and just moving. And you don't have, you know, you'll probably have other distractions, but let's be real. When you're sitting in a room in silence, you're going to have those distracting thoughts as well. Mm -hmm. Another thing to keep in mind is you're absolutely allowed to have thoughts when you're meditating. (laughs) Meditation is not about restricting thoughts or getting those thoughts out of your mind. It's allowing those thoughts to enter your mind, process it, and let it pass. And if another thought comes up, do the same thing. And you're still doing that repetitive motion. One of my other favorite active forms of meditation is boxing. I really love boxing workouts. And again, that's repetitive motion. You're you know, doing your, you know, sequence. I don't know. I I just do it for fun. I'm not actually a boxer, but you (laughs) you know, you have your repetitive sequences that you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're punching the bag, you're, you're kicking the bag, you're doing something over and over and over again, three minutes at a time. And that I got to tell you, Aaron, punching a bag (laughs) is the best form of meditation for me. I got so much aggression out because I'm still like able to think thoughts, but I'm still also focused on something. And it's, it's really the best. Another one that I love doing is meditating to fall asleep. In that case, I do listen to music, but I put on some kind of playlist on Spotify that's like piano music. I love the calming piano playlist that they have. Mm -hmm. 
and they update it from time to time so you have a <laughs> the latest hits on your <laughs> piano <laughs> playlist but whatever those are and yeah like anything that doesn't have lyrics to it that or there's like himalayan singing bowls playlist for that i mean all sorts of things so whatever your jam is listen to that nothing with lyrics or vocals and just lay in bed listen to that lay down however you're comfortable whether you're a stomach sleeper sleeping on your back whatever there's no right or wrong way to do it and just listen to that music and let your mind go wherever it's gonna go and don't have your phone out. Right. Have that on do not disturb, mm-hmm. whatever. You're done with your phone. Yeah. And just lay there with the music and let it be. Love it. And so once I began to accept that sitting in a room in silence was not the way I could meditate, yeah. meditation became so much easier for me. That's so awesome. I love this message so much. I think that, like I said, people just struggle so much trying to meditate. And I think that meditation is so helpful, you know, in this day and age, especially how stressed we all are, you know, coming out of a pandemic, maybe going into another pandemic. I mean, just everything that's happening, you know, we need to be able to have the those moments where we can center. Erin, there was an orb that just flew in front of really? you. Really? I swear to God. Yes, you have to go back and watch that. <laughs> I'm like in shock. That's crazy. <laughs> I swear that was an orb. You'll have to go back and watch okay. that. But it just like flew down. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if there was like a reflection or anything. You're gonna have to go back and watch that. Oh my god. So yeah, whenever <laughs> Molly and I get together, it, it's never a dull moment. There is always something happening. Um, <laughs> no, but but in all seriousness, you have taught me so much. And honestly, I've grown so much just as a person in general, just having met you, having you being in my life. And I wanted to share you with everyone because I think you're so amazing. And, uh, you know, if you guys have any other questions, you can reach out to Molly directly. I'm sure that's fine. You want to share your Instagram, Molly, where they can reach you? Yeah, absolutely. And if you have any questions about any of anything that I've talked about, whether you're interested in radio or interested in meditation or mediumship, please let me know um, at Molly on Air. That's Molly with an I-E, M-O-L-L-I-E on Air on Instagram. Perfect. Well, Molly, I cannot thank you enough for spending this time with us and just giving us so much great information. I feel like anybody listening to this will really have a lot to take away. So Thank you so much for just being you. And I just, I love you. I adore you. I'm so grateful for you. Yes, Erin, thank you so much for having me. I love this. Of course. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Molly Kendrick. And uh, you've been listening to Getting Cozy with Erin. And hey, tune in next time. Please stay safe and always be cozy. Bye. Bye.